G'day, I'm Stephen Page from Page Proven, Family and Fertility Lawyers in Brisbane. You're listening to the Australian uh, Family and Fertility Law Podcast. What you're about to listen to uh, is the audio version of a video that I've recorded that you'll find, uh, if you want to see the video version, uh, on the Page Proven website. But in the meantime, enjoy, enjoy this uh, listening to my voice. Uh, I hope you find it informative. Uh, and if you've got any inquiries, of course, please contact us. G'day, I'm Stephen Page from Page Proven Family Fertility Lawyers. And I'm talking today about the proposed changes in Queensland. Last year, 2022, the then Attorney General, Shannon Fentiman, announced that uh, she was seeking that there be um, an inquiry by a parliamentary committee about there being a central registry um, in Queensland and about retrospective transparency of gamut donors in Queensland. Now, I sound like I'm speaking double Dutch. A central registry is where instead of each individual IVF clinic keeping a registry of who has been a sperm, egg or embryo donor, that this uh, is kept by the state government. And the parliament agreed that there should be a parliamentary inquiry uh, and the parliamentary inquiry was then held. Uh, I put in a written submission and gave evidence to the committee. My view was that, that the idea of a central registry was a good one. Uh, if you're a donor-conceived adult and you want to find out where you came from because your parents haven't told you, or they may not know because you might have a, a, a donor they don't know, it might be a clinically recruited donor, then what you've got to do today is a bit of a lottery. You've got to go to your local IVF clinic and think it's them and, and hopefully it's them and then you can go through the process of counselling and then identify who the donor is and if the donor wants to have contact. But of course it's a lottery as to whether that's actually the clinic you went to or your parents went to, however many years ago, 20, 30 years ago. So the idea that there be a central registry makes a lot more sense that, well, whichever clinic uh, in Queensland that they might have gone to, you can go to one run by the state government and find out. I, th I, I think that's marvellous. Of course, there's a limitation um, with all of that, and that is, well, it only applies in Queensland. The other thing that, the other big issue that was identified um, in this process was, what do you do about those blokes, it was primarily blokes, who donated their sperm all those years ago when they were told by the clinics, it's secret squirrel business. We can't ever tell that you are a donor. Um, don't worry about it, it's all secret. And for uh, the parents, they were told by the clinics, don't ever tell your child. Well, that was just wrong. That was just wrong. Everyone, everyone has the right to know where they've come from. And what we've seen are donor-conceived adults in Australia who are lied to by their parents. They don't know who the donors were and they want to find out. And, and if you want to have a painful conversation in your life, listen to one of these people. Now, not every donor-conceived adult has a burning desire to find out where they've come from, but some do. And for those who are on that journey, it's important that uh, they find out. Some years ago, the uh, head of uh, the family court at the time, uh, Chief Justice John Pascoe, said there was a human right, basic human right, for everyone to know where they've come from. And I think that's right. 
So that was one of the things I said to the, to the committee as part of the inquiry process. And I also said, well, if you're going to be running this, it should be run by the, the uh, Registrar of Births, Deaths and Marriages um, in Queensland and not by the Health Department. Nothing against the Health Department, it's just that's the model that's used in New South Wales, that it's the Health Department that runs it. Um, it's just the birth sets and marriages in Queensland do us proud. They're the most efficient in the country. They knock over, uh, for example, parentage order applications uh, once the orders have been made to uh, update the parents' details in something like three hours to two business days as opposed to New South Wales, which typically takes six weeks. Um, and in one case recently, for clients of mine, took five months. Why it took five months, I don't know. And they're remarkably efficient, um, very friendly to deal with, um, just great, great. So we got the report back from the parliamentary inquiry and it said, guess what? There should be a central registry. There should be retrospective transparency. And they, most of the submissions uh, about donors was that there should be uh, retrospective transparency and of course it's naturally a controversial area but I think on balance um, it's the right decision. And this affects donations that have occurred pre-2004 through IVF clinics. It doesn't affect um, known donors for obvious reasons, uh, those not going through clinics. And post-2004 there, there is a regime set up through the Fertility Society of Australia New Zealand, the National Health and Medical Research Council, that there's required um, consent uh, by the donor that when the after the child turns 18, the child can, if they want, um, to find out um, where they came from. And it's their power, it's no one else's power. So it's those pre-2004 cases. What we also know about those pre-2004 cases is that, well, doctors in the initial days didn't comply with any caps. Um, thankfully, um, for about the last 20 years, they've done so, um, and there have been quite firm caps on the number of donors, and often didn't keep records. So the idea that there will be records um, may not be true. There may be, may be donor-conceived adults who forever will not be able to, except through um, do, doing DNA tests and, and similar um, actions, be able to find out where they came from. Another issue that I was certainly concerned about was, well, if you set up a Queensland uh, uh, central registry, that's not the ideal. And, and I and others uh, said the ideal would be to have a national central registry, but there seems to be no appetite by the feds um, for that to occur. So in the absence of a national registry, can we just have a one button uh, search all, just like we do with Google? Um, and I hope that happens. Uh, I hope that if a donor-conceived adult goes to, for example, the Queensland Central Registry and does a search, that it in turn automatically does searches of the other central registries, which currently are New South Wales, Victoria, uh, South Australia, and hopefully, um, if they get their act together, Western Australia. Pretty well most of the country and it looks like there's going to be a central registry in the ACT as well so the only places that won't have one are um, the smallest um, jurisdictions Tasmania and Northern Territory. Why it's important to have this national approach is because people move around 
you shouldn't assume that the IVF clinic was necessarily in Queensland, it might be at a state. After that report came back, um, it went to the government. The government uh, agreed in principle with all the recommendations of the report, which is marvellous. Um, certainly I've spoken to um, Peter Russo, the MP who chaired the committee, he's certainly very keen for there to be laws in place. Um, these laws in Queensland are, are something entirely new, so one would think it will take a while to get through um, the drafting process before it gets to Cabinet and then to Parliament. And we've had a slowdown. Um, the slowdown has been that, that there has been a swap um, between uh, ministers. Yvette Darth was the Attorney General before Shannon Fentiman and Yvette Darth went to health um, and then Sh Shannon Fentiman was appointed as the Attorney. Um, there's recently been a reshuffle so Yvette Darth has now become the Attorney General again and Shannon Fentiman has become um, the Health Minister. So I expect that there will be a del delay um, as a result of that ministerial reshuffle um, in the process but I'm confident that Queensland will have a central registry and that it will have retrospective transparency and that this will be through the central registry will be run through the registrar of births, deaths and marriages. Uh, I hope uh, that there is that one-stop shop approach. No one else has done it but I hope Queensland leads the way in ensuring that happens. Thank you.